Hello. This is Improvised Radio Theatre with Dice. With me, Michael Kuehl. And me, Roger Bell-West. And, uh, Roger, at this moment I think what we want is a little bit of triumphant music rumbling in the background. Can I say how, how much I appreciated your choice of music over the years? <laughs> and then perhaps some fireworks going off about now. I'm sure the I'm sure the, 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 the special effects budget will do better than Boom Wish. It is episode 100. We made it, and we had such wonderful plans uh, to uh, do something special, but we haven't done almost any of them. But as April Fool's Day dawns and rises, and two bleary-eyed, long-bearded, grey-haired creatures emerge. Oh, is this where, is this where we tell them about, about how, how we're becoming an officially recognised podcast of uh, Wizards of the Coast or whoever? We haven't sold out yet, Roger. It's April. Thank you. All right. I see. In the spirit of... I don't like to lie to people. Um, In the spirit... We had a whole intro planned out in my head and he's gone and done that to me. He does this to me. And he's been doing it to me for the past uh, 100 months. And we felt we should celebrate the event with something special. But instead, we're just going to sit here and we're going to reminisce and talk about things we've already done, and about the things we're going to do. And therefore, onwards to the past! Just before we get there, uh, thank you to Glenn Lewis, who dropped some money in our tip jar, and we encourage other people to do the same thing. Okay, do that thing. Give them an address where they can drop the thing into the thing. PayPal.me slash RogerBW will reach us. He does that terribly well, you know. Yeah. Onward. Yes, we have reached that landmark, um, that epic uh, stage in our gestation into fully grown-up uh, games and masters and, and, and pundits. And it is issue 100. And, 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 oh, uh, we... right, right, right. Yes, of course, you still use base 10. Sorry, I, I forget these things. Do not pull that time traveller stick on me, Roger. <laughs> I so don't believe you're from the future. It's hard to believe you're from the, even from the past. Oh, I, th- I think well, we're very much from the past. Well, right. It's part of our, it's part of our, our shtick, which has got us as far as we have got so far. But, yeah, so we started this in 2013. Yeah, you started this. You came to me and you said, let's do this thing. Why did you do that thing, Roger? <laughs> um, I think I had been listening largely to yogsothoth.com. I don't remember. They, they've had a, a variety of formats and a variety of chat yeah. podcasts as well as their uh, actual play recordings. Yeah. And I, li- I like the idea of that sort of informal chatty, here's, here's the sort of thing we've been doing, maybe here's a bit of news, here's a particular topic, mm. wi- without being in a rigid format, but you know, covering a wide range of things. Huh? Oh, and why did you choose me, precisely? You auditioned me, I, I have the feeling. I, I, it didn't feel that way. Um, okay. 
I, I mean, you came, I, as, you as came to a game I, I was running. I, I, I spoke to two or three people, and you, you, you were the person who felt who uh, was most interested, uh, particularly since at the time uh, we were going to have to be recording uh, in the same place. Yes, that 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 was that was a consideration. We are and we you, are close neighbours. We living at that that point about a mile and a half up the road, and you're now three miles up the road. So it, it, it's yeah. practical when when uh, viruses allow. Well, let us hope the the the, the, vir- the, the great wave of viruses recedes soon, because I'm 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 missing uh, Chris's company, if not necessarily yours. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, so um, yeah. So um, we well, made ra- well, fairly rapid um, progress on on the tech front. We, we've been using the laptop for the first year or so, I think, something like that. Mm. Uh, but I, I now have this nice little Tascam recorder. I have uh, I, I have been using a variety of microphones and stuff, and at the moment I'm recording uh, this on my iPad and laboriously converted it. Hurting it into a sound format that Roger likes, one, um, one, but, one that isn't specific. To, well, one that doesn't include the video mostly. Well, yeah, I strip out the stripping out the video is easy. Converting it to Slack, which is what. You oh like. hell! If, if if what you've got left is is a, a sound only file, just send me the sound only file. Anyway, never mind. Uh, be this as it be this as as it may. I, in preparation for this bit of rampant and and early nostalgia. I uh, I listened to extracts from um, our earlier recordings. I was trying to go for about one or two a year, but I slowed down because I I I, I fell in love with the sound of my own voice all over again, <laughs> and and my ego swelled to sizes uh, which made leaving the room difficult. Um, but so I got to about sixty to sixty two before um, <laughs> time caught up with me. I note that uh, one of our early strap lines, um, I don't know if it's still on the iTunes, uh, uh, describes us as a combination of Ken and Robin with History Today, which I think is flattering. I, I have been listening to Ken and Robin. That was probably another influence on, on the initial thing. I've, well, I've that, never, that, never that, heard that, History that, Today. but Ah, you are unaware of the pastiche of academic. Yeah, you should um, imbibe of it. Just because it'll give me an excuse to do that again. Um, the, the, the line about that that strap line was for care of uh, Dirk, uh, the dice of the Grognard Files, to who, who has been a friend of the podcast for a while, long while. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to say uh, one other description which came uh, out out of me uh, was a pulling pro- uh, pulling profundity out of our asses style. Uh, which I think is what we mostly spend our time doing. So, doing a review and looking back at things we have done, I'm reminded of a, a number of things we have done in the past. We, we attempted to do Time Incorporated on the cheap. I think that sort of fluffed after two or three attempts. Mm. Um, uh, we, have, we, we haven't done interviews with other people for a while. Um, well, yeah, I, I suppose really we ought to say it's more practical at the moment because we we can just say, "Hey, load up this web page." But yeah, uh, yeah, we ought, we really ought to get back back on this. I noted I noted that we mentioned some things that have become big along the way, including uh, live play or online gaming. But I think it's fair to say 
and actual play. I think it's fair to say we noticed them, but mostly went, uh, um. Uh, well, um. I, I know who did the first actual play recording, because that was Yogg-Sothoth. Uh, before they were yogsothoth.com, uh, they, they mm. pub- published recordings from the Bradford University Role Playing Society. Yeah. And they, they are definitely the first ones. So I, I became aware of this we some, are a chase. some years it's after a they started doing it. Um, well, but yeah, it, it's become a huge thing, particularly with video. Well, and we noticed some trends, I think mostly because we were noticing Ken and Robin. We noticed. <laughs> um, Oh, we 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 noticed single player games as a thing. We did try try it once, and we me- meant to try it again. Mm-hmm. Um, Though I think that's a thing that would work better in person than over this link. I can, I must I must concur. There is um, a, as Robin keeps saying when he mentions it, a, 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 an intensity about one to one. We've reviewed a, an awfully large number of games, far too many of which I have perhaps used once and, and then put back on the shelf, thinking, yes, that was rather good. Well, but yeah, I, but yeah when, when we started this, I, my, my standard response to a new system is, yeah, but why wouldn't I run this in GURPS? And it still is. So This is true. Uh, I I know why I run it in GURPS, but I do like... Um, I do like... Uh, being able to try out other things, just just as as I regard the thing we're going to talk about next as as a good uh, indicator of future trends. I like to have a try of uh, future trends. I'm one of the things I regret is that I've not gone back to his Dawn of Magic because I got one session of that in at a stabcon. Hmm. And it's going to have to wait until I can gather some people around a table again, because and preferably ones that I can meet more than once every six months. Um, something that is definitely a game that doesn't work. Uh, no, I think no, uh, no, what I was thinking of was the fall of magic. Dawn of Magic is something else that I would like to like to go back to, which was a big GURPS game I ran. And we came up with lots of rather neat ideas which um, flared in our brains and then mostly due to my overwhelming um, laziness you didn't do anything. Neither of us did anything about though, it. Though do bear in mind, as any author, including us, will tell you, ideas are the easy part. Mm. Uh, and sitting down and actually doing the hard work is is what's always discouraged me in so much of life, as well as just this thing. Hey. It's slightly depressing. We're still talking about things um, that we're, we were talking about way back in the 50s. We're still learning things about those. Uh, we talked about military rank um, in show 50. Uh, gaming mm-hmm. with, with uh, gaming in a hierarchy, and it's still coming up in the Firefly game, mostly due to the fact that my crew pay no attention to me as captain. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much their, uh, their, their their defining thing. We we were early in on the political trends in gaming and um, the idea of uh, of cultural appropriation. I, I, and I, I, I note that I keep saying, we're drifting off the point. I think we're drifting off the point a lot, all the way through. Uh, but but we we'll never digress. We seldom digress. Hardly ever. Uh, and, uh, uh, and there is... Uh, I'll tell you one thing that's still going on, which is de- recently depressing me, and that's the old school revival. Why the fuck? Why? Um, I, I'm confused by this. I, I'm... Absolutely in favour of people who say, 
this 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 is what I played back in the day, and yeah. I want to play it again. They've got that. I mean, they've got original D and D with that for not much money, or they've got a clone of it. Why why are there seventeen new systems? I know, um, um, and why do I'm not? I've taken a brief look at some of them, and I've not been desperately impressed by the uh, uh, by the adaptation to particular needs. I, I've heard it suggested, that... and uh, I cannot really say one way or the other because uh, it's in, sufficiently outside my experience. That at least a significant chunk of the OSR players are not people who are playing what they played back in the day, but people who have read about what was played back in the day and think, "Hey, that sounds fun. I want to do that too." I think so, another bit may be people who are using the old school revival to 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 push um, a system that isn't that old-school revivalist. Um, For some values, Dungeon World is is a very old-school revival-flavoured game, but it's it's definitely of the Powered by the Apocalypse generation and definitely takes advantage of all the things that a Powered by the Apocalypse game can do and on the uh, flip side something like troika which is basically the fighting fantasy system at its core mm. but goes way beyond in subject matter yeah uh way beyond my experience and what have they been smoking recently okay, i think was my wrong excuse me i have dreams like that anyway just from being isolated and i really don't want to intensify them thank you yeah. I have dreams about where I'm trying to cro- uh, get up to the floor where the part... The f- that's what the first scenario for the system is. You're trying to <laughs> get up to a party on the top floor of a block of flats and you have to negotiate either the uh, stairs or the lifts and both of them are insanely dangerous. I have dreams like that. I honestly do. I don't need <laughs> a game that's focused that way. Um in fact, that may be what what that that game is really about: pe- people's bad dreams gamified. <laughs> uh, which which uh, is is a is a better idea than it sounds. Very probably. Um, I've got a list of things I've done and would like to do again, but and I've also got a list of things I mentioned first in the podcast and then went and did. Not all of it, which, which was terribly successful. But I think I've w- witted on enough, and I should let Roger witter instead. Well, let me Roger. tell you about my campaign. Um, Go on. I've got one game in... I, I, I tend, I suspect, to run shorter campaigns than you, but I've got one that was running when, when we started this and is yeah, still running, uh, which is the Weird War Two game. Mm-hmm. Uh, got that... That started in 2007... So, yeah, been a while. Uh, as a fairly conventional Weird War game, but I've got two players who are experts on, on the subject, far more than yeah. I am, though I've, I've become something of one just by osmosis, and who love doing research for me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's developed a lore of its own. I mean, the, the, the write-up is in the 200,000-word-plus range now. I haven't counted recently. Um, and that's not, that's not even, you know, narrative particularly. It's X does this, Y does that. Yeah. Tell me, do, do you ever feel that you have to use the research? No, that but they've I They've done enjoy this it. thing for you. No, uh, no the, the, these people have said, look at this cool thing. Can you use it? 
Oh, uh, no, no. Uh, so, sometimes it doesn't fit. No, fair enough. But yeah. Often something can be done. I mean, uh, I I looked at the Battle of the Beams, the, the various radar and navigation aid stuff. Yeah. And built a magical counterpart to it because our, our, our heroes are essentially magical troubleshooters. Hmm. So they're not they're not magical R and D so much I think they they've poked into that a bit but but they've got Niels Bohr and uh, who could ask for anything more than Niels Bohr <laughs> who who didn't have the oxygen deprivation in the, in the Bombay of the Mosquito so <laughs> I I have a variety of real real world people some of whom are are portrayed accurately some of whom definitely are not um. It's been hugely fun. I've I was thinking some years ago that this is probably the best campaign I will ever run, and I continue to think this. But I'm, that doesn't mm. stop me running others. I would love. <laughs> I can't work out how one would write it up for somebody else to run or to, for somebody else to use the setting. I mean, yeah, there, there is Akhtung Cthulhu, for example. Yeah, which is about to get a republication, and that is essentially Call of Cthulhu in World War Two. You know, that you, yeah, that you've got the Nazi occultists. Doing dubious things with uh, things they were not meant to mess with, and I mean, I could write up who the enemy organisations are and things like that, but so much of it has developed in response to what the PCs wanted to do, what the players were interested in exploring. Yeah, that it would be very difficult. I mean, I, I can't tell somebody else how to build a campaign that's responsive like this. All I could do is write up this is what happened for us. I think if you wanted to make use of it I think what you would want to produce is a kit of things from the the second world war that can be made use of you can do um uh, I mean what Ken Hype would do with does and what um is is say here's a setting here's half a dozen things you could do with it mm. And you've got well more, well more than that. Um, you, yeah, your your selection of personalities, of historical personalities, you perverted to your own ends. Well, Maxwell is, might obviously has to be in there. Yeah, <laughs> and Niels Bohr, and all the rest, and uh, and it, it it would work like something like the personalities in um, in the Dracula dossier. Uh, here's here here's a person. Here's where he you might encounter him. Here are three ways he, he could turn out to be um, featured in your campaign. Now the Dracula mm. dossier has the scheme of innocent ally of Edom or pawn of Dracula, and uh, and and that works for that particular dedicated campaign. But for for a general purpose, construct your own World War Two kit. You'd you'd probably want different categories than that. Yeah, I mean, you, you you've got there there are certainly uh, contentious figures. So I, d- I don't want to go into specific historical details, but but you've got people who were cleared at the trials. Oh, something like Werner von Braun. Uh, pe- yeah. people have quite quite dis- distinct opinions about even now. You know, ju- ju- just mm. how much influence did he have over the slave labour making the V twos? Mm. Um, and how much did he try to have influence over it, and that that sort of thing? And how and how much did uh, did Operation Paperclip saying we need him make make a difference? Mm. Um, so so is, that 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 could certainly be portrayed as you know here here is the evil mastermind version here here is the 
relative innocent version and so on. Didn't uh, didn't the, uh, the Avengers uh, do, uh, didn't Captain America do this? I wouldn't, with, I wouldn't know. Oh well, the, it was well, it was Shield having uh, t- turning out to have it having a large can- uh, uh, canker or maybe worm in the shape of Hydra burrowing in from its heart right from the start. Um, it uh, there, there is something you can discover. At almost any point between the uh, the end of the war and uh, the landing on the moon, I would have thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, yeah, well, but well I, remnant Nazis were, were a great staple of popular fiction, certainly as late as the 60s. Oh, yes, yeah, true. Um, I, the last occurrence I seem to remember was at the pilot episode of the New Avengers. Um, uh, but no, uh, uh, with... with uh, with Hitler frozen here and uh, and all the Nazis hiding out as monks on a Scottish island. My word, my brain is full of junk. <laughs> um, do, are there things you you tried and didn't work? Because there were for me. Um, yeah, some some more, some less. I mean, there, there, there was well, there was one campaign uh, that that I set up the the um, basics for. And it, it, my my original thought was, it's been a while since we all played Cyberpunk and we enjoyed it, so why why don't I build a Cyberpunk setting that is going forward from the modern day rather than forward from the 1980s? Okay. And did you end up in any place other than the, than a futuristic 1930s? Well, I'm, I was deliberately putting a, a strong noir element into it because I feel that's mm. a big part of what, what Cyberpunk is about. It is true, yeah. Uh, however, the, the players, uh, and I, I think you were among them, though I don't remember your specific opinion, generally felt this is far too depressing, I don't want to play it. I, I can remember at least one of your games that, uh, uh, that t- took me there. I, but I think that was the, 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 the uh, Mercenaries in Space one where we made an unfortunate discovery about the space drive. Well, that, that was the previous game. Uh, yeah, that, my, that was the my, Dirty Grey Space game. Yeah. I had my first burst of moral qualms <laughs> you know, in one of your games in that one. This was going to, going to be the, not the follow-up to that, but, but the continuation of games with that group. Hmm. Um, but they, they, they just all felt, no, no, this, this, is not, this is not sufficiently fun, I don't want to play in it. And it, it, now, of course, as, as I always say, uh, look, looks depressingly optimistic compared with the real world. So, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, we we, we sort of have sort of tiptoed around um, the, uh, uh, the, the, the horribleness of the, of the past five years in particular. Um, but but since the turn of the millennium, um, I have not been having a super good time, except mm-hmm. for brief, brief uh, moments with good friends, and uh, and uh, and lovers and things. So, um, it's it's been uh, it, it, it's it, we I think we have maintained a decent silence mostly around around politics. Well, on on the one hand, one. One can just say no politics, but that that is in itself a political statement. On the yeah. other hand, I don't think, for the most part, politics are particularly relevant to what we're talking about. So I don't, I don't feel the need to drag them in either. I think I think politics 
uh, I think the the uh, I found quite early references to me talking about uh, my uh, Marxist Catholic tutor and his influence for good nil on my life quite early on in in our range. I think I take politics seriously, but I try to take it seriously in the long run. Um, but it's very hard to do, especially when your run is getting shorter and shorter ahead of you. Um, I, I'm, I, I think that you can see things that, uh, that we touched on in, and that gaming touched on, uh, emerging in, in politics. I, I, I have said before that I feel slightly guilty about all the conspiracy games. Mm. And all the games of mimetic nonsense, yeah. That we that 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 we've made. I mean, I feel that making those ideas popular and accessible was not the best use of anybody's time. Well, it's it's not some of those specific ideas as the conspiracy mindset in general. I mean, GURPS Illuminati yeah. came out in the nineties, and yeah. in the nineties, one was aware that there were people who genuinely believed these things, but they were rare and they were isolated. And they would generally shut up about it, except in, in their local newsletter or whatever. And now, now that they can all find each other and talk about the thing that obsesses them all the time, uh, yeah. I, I find it distinctly less. I, I don't think I would. I mean, I have run dark conspiracy since then, but mm. I, don't, I don't think I would particularly want to start a dark conspiracy game now. The, the, the basic premise there is the, super, the old style supermarket tabloids are true. Yeah. Um, uh, I find, you know, there, there really are aliens among us, all that stuff. I mentioned on my blog that I passed somebody in the street uh, handing out old-fashioned, I think they were um, they were duplicator-driven uh, leaflets about the bankers and the masons and the vast conspiracy to do everybody decent down. And I thought, did I do that? The Did the I? other thing that Goethe's Illuminati yeah. doesn't doesn't mention, but becomes increasingly obvious when you start studying conspiracy theories, is how quickly it always comes down to the Jews. Yeah, um, the reduction of uh, the, the, it is the primal um, it is the primal example of here's somebody we can blame. Let's throw things at them. They're different. They're di- they're uh, yeah. Um, they're, I, they are, they're a group we can easily identify. And therefore, Actually, therefore the, we can point the finger and say them. Yeah, the, the, I can't remember where I read it, but um, it was said by somebody cleverer than me that uh, the racist blames the black person for the sin of looking different from him, and in end goes and play, blames the Jew for the sin of looking much the same. Mm. And uh, and I think that, that I think that 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 just about cover, covers it. And you can never tell who is one of them, whoever, however your them is defined, whether genetically or ideologically, because they get everywhere. Mm-hmm. And and this, I'd really like to be able to say that we can, you can game utopias. <laughs> but uh, as I said um, at the conclusion of my Dawn of Magic game, which collapsed and wasn't one of the things that we talked about extensively, um... I find it hard to believe in a utopia at the moment. Sometimes I'm finding it hard to believe in a good, improved society. In in Alistair Gray's motto, which he stole off a Canadian poet, which, whose name I can't remember, um, work as if you were living in the early days of a better nation. 
that is hard enough just at the moment, but I do commend it to you, dear listeners. <laughs> um, but I, I do, I do feel having done this review, uh, the dawn of magic is one of the things I'm thinking. Let's go back and try something like this, but approaching it from a different. This, this is the magic comes into the world via the actions of Newton, isn't it? Yeah, and what it turned out to be about was about the um, the founding of uh, of an international order of the magically capable. I think I made that first generation of magically capable people blessed by by the ritual that um, Newton used. Um, I think I made that uh, too numerous. I get, uh, there were 36 of them. Mm-hmm. And 12 is a nice number, and I can see why uh, Tweet and Ryan Hagen chose it for the Order of Hermes, 12 different splat types. But the splat types were their end result, and what I wanted was the founding fathers who gave flavour didn't necessarily found any line of magicians, but and, and white, gave white flavor wolf games and all, always have the miscellaneous outsiders anyway. Mm. True, um, I can't. Uh, uh, but but in in Ars Magica, they tend to be the enemy, or or at least the ally you're not allowed to tell anybody about, <laughs> which is silly. Um, I, I've done uh, two games with a, with a similar sort of premise. Um, yeah. Age of Aquarius, which was the 1960s psionics campaign. Yeah. This was the one that, that uh, an early scene has the characters waking up in a body bag. <laughs> Lasting their remembrance, uh, really, really strange uh, visions while they were doing a drug trial. Um, yeah. And that, 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 I think, was interestingly harder to do research on than mm. the World War II game, because there, there's so much being written about World War II. That's a fair written, bit written about the 1960s. Yeah, but well. most of that, most of the, there's so much written about World War II that a lot of it isn't in, isn't sufficiently guarded by copyright. Mm. You know, a, a, there are lots of photographs, for example, that that were just released under anybody can use this. Yeah, most of the stuff from the 60s is still copyrighted, and if, like me, you're a cheapskate and don't don't want to go buying lots of expensive books about it, it's a lot or harder risk, to get the information off free sources. Yeah, or or, or risk uh, or risk lawsuits if you are so unwise as to put it on the internet. So that that was that was surprisingly hard work to get the research done, though. Though I think it did work out reasonably well. There, there were definitely some good good moments in that. Uh, unfortunately, I did, it turned out to be too too much work uh, to, to sustain because of the level of research. And the other one was the 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 World War Two. No, 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 that's a different one. Oh, right. um, the, the the third one then, if you like, was uh, "Leave Not a Rack Behind," which is uh, in early nineteen thirties. Yeah. Uh, and there has been magic in the past, but it's kind of faded, and all of a sudden, a, a bunch bunch of women seem to be getting magical powers. Well, I think the difference between that and your other two examples and my one example is that I think it stays wainscoted, doesn't it? The, the third example, because they're women. Well, it, it, it did to the point that we played it. I'm not, I'm not saying uh, I think it would have necessarily in the long term. So certainly but, the, certainly they, they, they were um, ma- making friends with, with, with a moderately credulous policeman. 
Um, okay. Who, who, so who, they, who, they were starting off. My, my, my original uh, vision for it was definitely you can't really go to the authorities because they won't take you seriously. Mm. Um, but the players That's, didn't want to sustain that. And you know, ed- every campaign is a combination of my vision and what the players want. Well, quite. But with the, the, uh, with the other examples, they all have the authorities getting involved early. And being important in the story. Yeah, Age of Aquarius I, I had seen as an outsider's campaign, but when uh, MI, MI5 made a threatening offer to them... They I said, said, yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, do we get, <laughs> yes, yes, do we get a pension? <laughs> I, uh, my, I, I mention this because having gone back, um, having listened to um, the episodes I got to listen to, I went back to the players in the Dawn of Magic game and started saying, look, is there something else we could have done here? Would there have been anything that would improve it? And one of the things um, they said, uh, that the the one who's written to me most extensively said was, um, cut down the number of people we have to interact with and cut out and and delay the arrival of the... um, the arrival of the kings until later. Um, don't don't get royalty involved in our affairs. He felt it was an oppression. I think that um, that they had to take into consideration what the powers would be thought right from the start. And I um, I felt that was one of the more interesting things. But um, maybe I'm wrong. One of the reasons I started doing that was because of my reaction to what I see as the idiocy of the setup in um, Ars Magica, which renders, um, which doesn't allow for uh, an active place in the in the world for the uh, for the Order of Hermes. Mm-hmm. But I think it may come down to the fact that. Um, the designers were American and saw their local government, or rather the government of each tribunal, as being primal and not the overall government of the um, of the of the order of all the magical world. Mm. And I think I think that's probably it. May be a difference of opinion. In my opinion, their opinion is short-sighted, but. I, I, uh, I, done a lot I wanted to, which is why I wanted, I, which is why I got the authorities and how they were going to react because they were going to react sometime, um, in uh, in in short time. I don't, I'm not going to play this again with the same players, so I think I may try the try keeping the power more tightly con- constrained if I do it again, hmm. and keep government at arm's length. But I also think Nell Gwynn's going to... You didn't hear this here, anybody who ever comes. But I also think Nell Gwynn's going to be in there as one of the blessed ones, <laughs> even if she's wearing a mask for some considerable time. Yeah, yeah I, I've... What, you, you say that two of those games have involved collaboration with the authorities, and, and they have, but it's been semi-covert authorities. I mean, in, in both mm. cases, in fact, it's been MI5. So, I mean, yes, they can say to the local police, collaborate with these guys. Mm. Um, but they're not... It's not, you know, big public political... Uh, in, in in the World War II game, it, it has, because um, I may have mentioned... 
I there there was a a German occult experiment which went a bit not quite as planned. I mean, apart from anything else, the, the people doing it had planned to stay alive. Uh, the the practical result of which was there was a new princess, a youngest sister of the king, mm-hmm. and the party went and investigated the king of this. England, the king of England. Yes. yes, and the handsome, charismatic fighter pilot, yeah, saw her and dis- dis- decided to uh, be appealing, and she rolled a natural 18 on her reaction, and he rolled a natural 3 on his sex appeal, and things have progressed <laughs> since then. And, and he's now looking at being the king's brother-in-law, when mm-hmm. the war is over, you know. Yeah. But this does mean that in the most recent session, the, the, the king uh, called him in for a private consultation and, and, and said some moderately scary things to him. You know, the, 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 this chap who's, who seems to be in charge of Russia is is our second cousin, if, if all of this is true. Yeah. And uh, naturally, we, we would wish to um, help our second cousin. But the family tree has sometimes needed to be pruned with, with a meaningful uh. look towards a picture of himself, his wife, and Albert Victor, who so sadly died of flu. Hang on, hang on. Albert Victor. Sorry, his, his mother. All right. And his uncle Albert Victor. And his uncle Albert Victor, yeah. Um, we're going to have to put that in the footnotes for ignorant of history <laughs> listeners. Um, All right, it's it's not actually plausible that he was Jack the Ripper, but he, uh, it's a thing people like to think. <laughs> you you had to go there, didn't you? Right, fine. <laughs> um, the <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, the. I, it has to be recognised that um, uh, that royalty is a in whatever age, even in the currently fairly defanged uh, version, royalty is a complication. Mm. And my my players didn't want that. On the other hand, I can't, I couldn't, from the way I was setting it up, ignore the fact that that the the wizards don't get to go off into their own wizarding world. I think that's. That's really, really dumb. And it, it, if it had happened, it you would not have the same dispensation that J.K. Rowling has from the days of William and Mary to the present. There would have been reforms. There would have been changes. But I don't think J.K. J.K. was interested in other things in the setting. And she did a fine, fine job of uh, looking at those other things. I never really got on with those books, but that's not really relevant, I suppose. Um... I think it's it's a question of interaction with public authorities. Um, presumably, yeah. the the idea of the um, Ars Magica thing is, if wizards got involved in politics, then people would be asking them to get involved in wars, and that would make for very nasty wars. Yes, um, that's that's certainly one of the considerations, and it's one that I had the oath of the Magi from. Uh, uh, from my from my Donna Magic game face and uh, and and actually decide upon the issue of the limits of what wizards could do for their rulers, um, counsel and healing and um, non magical um, support and non military support is fine, but sh- uh, except if the council shall s- declare an interdict on uh, on on a country. And yeah, so, uh, so you, uh, but but you needed specific permission. The council had to pass a resolution saying yes, it's all right to help the Swiss against everybody who's invading them. 
I, I could see this working something like the pacifism of the Society of Friends, who would be mm. quite happily driving ambulances on the battlefield. Yeah. But not actually picking up... And Obviously, that, that potentially frees somebody else to be a soldier, but not actually picking up a gun. A conscientious objectors worked in the bomb disposal for the Royal Engineers. Yeah, we're ba- basically did. saying we, we are quite happy to help our country and to help defend our country. We just don't yeah. want to kill people. Yeah. Um, and I think the Magi would um, uh, would go a long way beyond just disposing of bombs because they'd probably build bridges and... Uh, make and, sure there's uh, a good harvest. Make sure there's a good harvest. Dig out uh, dig out uh, valuable mi- minerals and gold. Actually, one of the things that was going to... Oh, boy, even you if collapse they, the economy. Something chronic. Yes, I was going to say that... Um, <laughs> we've said this before... I was going to say that that the things that uh, at towards the end of the game we were they had resolved to stay secret and in the microscope that we did after to to take the timeline forward um, they they decided to stay secret but that didn't last and uh, that lasted up until uh, the unfortunate events that triggered uh, the first magical war. And uh, and the the first council of the thirty six fell apart, hmm. uh, but but if even if they kept it um, close to their chests, the economic effects of them dragging up all those um, treasure galleons were were going to be felt sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah. so the uh, the tax people want to know where you've got suddenly got all this money from. Hmm. They're they're odd that way. And they probably torture you back in the 17th century. The Yeah, presumably what, what you want to do at this point is, is to say to the king, here is a large chunk of gold. I, I'm, I'm going to be the baron of this bit of country over here. How do you feel about that? I'd say, where did you get the money from and can I have more of it? But, um, the, yeah. the, that, that, that's, um, yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't, um, if you've been going around robbing our neighbours... Well, we charge more tax on, on that. <laughs> um, I, I was going to say the the issue that uh, that's going to face me going forward if I do do this again is if I have five or six players. What's and they are amongst the first generation of those who have been given magic. What's the maximum convenient size of the council of magicians? Twelve has been suggested to me, but I think that's slightly too little. 36, on the other hand, was entirely too much. Well, 12 means the players may outnumber them. Yeah, they can form a working majority if they feel like being unanimous. Something I'll try to take care to ensure doesn't happen. The thing that does occur to me, and I'm speaking as a player who likes to have unanimity or at least accord within the group, um, how about they, they are all the ancillaries and hangers-on and so on to one of the barely human anymore first mages it's doable it steps but it steps the power power ooh, that's actually a good point to uh uh to intercede i think that steps the power down um yeah but you they, can you can step up the npcs because they're npcs and you can restrict how they do it yes and i don't i i don't have to uh i can do more hand wavium on the uh, on the actual back down, background machinations, 
your boss says, I want you to do this, and you go and do it. Um, and your boss may be one of the 36. Um, and, or one uh, of the 12. Or one of the 12. Actually, if, if they're, the problem is uh, with the, with the, um, well, with the, the High Council is that it just, um, that it just gives the, uh, that it just, um, outnumbers the, uh, any player character members. In fact, um, well, if they, it, actually, actually, there, there's an idea. If they are all high level, uh, high level gifted people who suddenly discovered that they're wizards and they can do this stuff, but don't have a, don't have the power of a word mm-hmm. and they become the personal agents of word holders and the players get to choose which word they has, has approached them, but they don't know the identity of the person doing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. When found, make note of. Um, uh, keeping the council small gives you the advantage that you can have the scenario of we've got a cu- crucial vote coming up, find out how everybody else is going to vote and see, and yes. find out who's most readily influenced onto my side, then go and, and do and, it. Uh, Go, go and steal, go and steal the information. Go and establish the blackmail. Go and give them what they want, and they'll <laughs> vote for me. Yes, that that I think that I think that works. And I I I could even promote them temporarily to members of to playing members of the council, playing their own patrons, um, mm. in a in a in a more free formed um, prime time uh, prime time adventures style. Now, here's a game that I had hopes for, and to be fair, the players were enjoying it. It's just I wasn't. And that Which was Gert's Torg. Yeah, we that was that was a heavy feature in the early days of the podcast. I think I know what went wrong, but you tell me. Well, one of the things that went wrong was I was I was running the pre written adventures. Yeah, that's a that's a yeah. The, all right, and the, there, there was just... one in particular which hacked me off so much because I, <laughs> I, I don't I don't mean even particularly the uh, bad research on the real world because that's fair enough, but uh, stuff happening that simply should not be possible within the rules of the weirdness that this game has established. Yeah, oh uh, you, you, you've that got, happens. You've got these expansions. That happens a lot with early releasing firing high tech weapons, which should be completely impossible for them. Well, for one thing, I never thought that rule made any damn sense. I, I, the, the, yeah, but it's the, it's things... the key flavour of the setting. Yeah, well, well uh, but I th- I'm going to say and say again that you, when you take something old like that, you you don't want to do it by the old system. You want you want a reimagining. You you want uh, you you want this is this is this is the same themes. Reimagined in the twenty first century, mm. I I think that it's not the next generation. Though I've done a few next generation games, and my uh, my current game is the next generation of things I was doing back at the turn of the century. Um, one of my current things is, and the, and that, but I think you want to say right, what was good here, what was stupid, let's cut down on the stupid and increase the good. And I, th- I think that should be doable, but it requires more work before the first session, it has to be said. 
and well, one of the I, reasons I, d- I did this was because um, there was a large stock of adventures for it, mm, and I, yeah. d- I didn't want to have the heavy prep that I'd been having for Age of Aquarius. It and it's con- a, converting a Torg adventure to my uh, GURPS Torg mishmash is very easy yeah. and very quick. I think. Um, I think that we should um, talk about the temptations of pre-generated adventures sometime. <laughs> it's certainly something but I've been doing. A bit I, more. I, 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 I've, 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 thought, I've gone for the same thing. I, I've said, "Well, I've got a lot of stuff for this." It, it happened with Pendragon, and that didn't end altogether too well because Pendragon is driven by Greg's personal style. God bless him and God re- the, the the many spirits receive him, and his and his personal obsessions about the setting, and I didn't find it working as well as it could have done with my players. The Great Pendragon campaign is a very, um, despite the fact it sprawls all over the place, is a very constricting setup, um, and and I I I kept wanting to jump ahead faster than my strict instructions were um, yeah we, we got i don't know if that was the problem but there was certainly something i couldn't handle in it in in the uh, iteration i ran with watson hall we did get to the end of the uther era but the way it came out uh we had lost one of the players for unrelated reasons uh so we were down down to three active knights and then one of them and only one of them died uh died of essentially being too good the the, the poisoning at the feast yeah, um, some of my uh, cap- what I think what stopped me with my first attempt uh, was the fact that we got into a very one player got into a very a little bit of very bad luck with winter phase mm-hmm. and decisions about how his crops were doing and how um, his affairs were prospering, and those are surprisingly vital things for a game that is mostly about. Uh, Going out into the dark forest and fighting and um, uh, and and being virtuous against the evil things. Well, I, th- I think this is an example. Greg, Greg was brilliant as a setting designer and not particularly great as a game designer, a mechanics designer. Because because what because what he wants you to have is some nights are poor and some nights are rich. Yeah, but this is largely unrelated to how you play. Mm. Unless you manage to get a wife who's very good at household management, which obviously is one of ev- everybody's goal. Mm. Um, but yeah, you know, it it just doesn't. Every every person I've I've talked with who's played Pendragon, I I, I tell the joke about, and and this is the place the place on the estate we call Dead Horse Mire. We'll put our, our stables there, and <laughs> everybody gets it. Yes. That uh, I, there's a lot to admire in 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 Pendragon, um, and and I think, all right, it may be a curate's egg as far as um, as far as games go, but but I'm not implying there that the excellent bits aren't excellent. So it's not actually a curate's egg at all. No, it's not. That that that, that was a, a lazy. It's a mixed bunch. Um, I, I think if I were, if I were to start again, I would absolutely strip off all the book off stuff. Keep a nice simple winter phase, nice simple estates. Mm. Even with a simple winter phase, you can get into that death spell. And much less punishing, yeah. Because mm. being punished for 
you didn't get lucky with your wooing this year isn't fun. True. It, it gets laughs around the table if you have a sufficiently laughy group who are willing to bemoan their own fate and bitch about other people in a gentle fashion. But yeah, it goes off the it can it can go go off the the rails, and there are there are wonderful things in the Great Pendragon campaign. I think the whole Grail yeah. quest sort of works. Yeah, I mean, I, I, would, I would love to. The other thing I would probably do is is start with either the Boy King or Arthur comes to manhood rather than Uther. And yeah. I gather there's even a pre-Uther phase now if if you in the latest is, edition. Yeah. I haven't looked at uh, what's it called, Paladin, which is um, well, that's a separate thing. That's a separate thing, but with the same much the same system. But um, uh, yeah, it, it, we both tried, and we tried hard enough, I think, to say that uh, this doesn't fit our style or our or, or our players' styles. Not saying I might not try it again someday, but I well, you have more 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 of your life left, probably. Roger than I do, and um, and probably more optimism as well. But what I was going to say is, I w- I would do a lot more game mechanical work on it, and it would look a lot less like the actual original Pendragon system. I mean, I I love mm. passions and trays. They are the key reason. They are the answer to the question of why wouldn't you just run this under GURPS? Yeah, because um, they, because they make things happen like the things that happen in the Mort. Yeah, and that 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 is the purpose of these mechanics, but not everything contributes that way, and and not everything is is necessarily worth keeping. It's true. One of the things that's happened to me, of course, is I've started playing with Watson Hall, who are a very different style of group from the Cambridge group that's about, might be my main yeah. main group for, for for some years, and th- this happens in several ways. We we've played quite often one adventure of something and then given it a rest for a bit and then come back to it later mm. rather than ploughing on through a campaign. And this this actually suits me quite well. I I've, I think I tend to run shorter campaigns than many people. I think I think it's a, it's a good thing if you can do it. I have fallen into the trap of being the GM mm. um, with occasional relief from other people. Ah, yeah, my, that, my, that's the other great thing about Watson Hall. We are, we are all GMs sometimes, some of us more than others, you know. But we we all do it. We all understand how how it feels. Yeah, I have uh, I have been being la- lazy recently, and I'm, I'm now now back being uh, GM twice a week, uh, which is uh, I hope it's not going to strain me as much because I'm desperate. I'm at home a lot of the all the damn time, really, just at the moment. And uh, and I am I am desperate for contact and affirmation of my wonderfulness. <laughs> uh, but uh, I was thank you for the third strand of my gaming, apart from my Monday night and Wednesday night groups who are are carrying on as they as they have throughout the run of this podcast. Um, and uh, that that is the week various weekend games involving. Uh, friends of yours and people like Watson Hall and um, giving me a chance more to to to, um, uh, to be a player more and that is a great relief to uh, to my strength. I can feel myself thinking hmm, yes, I wonder what if I could do something after Dr. Bob. I'm trying to suppress this but it may bubble to the surface. <laughs> I, I have ideas for new things to run as well so we'll see how that goes. But uh... Good. Um, the 
uh, it's been slightly more experimental, I think, than my my normal run of things. We we've done things like uh, White Wolf Games and Genesis, which I'm still not convinced by. Roger, I'm sorry. I I, I do it, just, it, it, I, it, I, it, it suits me. I, it suits you, and uh, but I find myself in the position of being the person who doesn't quite get this, and and always ask, "What do I roll now? What do I roll now?" Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I have a player who has to be reminded at the start of each campaign which sort of dice she's supposed to be rolling, since it's mostly either uh, BRP or GURPS. Then, then, then she's only got two to choose from, but she can't, she can't manage it. And and in those cases, me and her husband are the ones who say what you need to look at on your character sheet is. But she does wonderful role playing. Mm-hmm. In good in parts that are good for her, and uh, and she she gets deeply into the spirit of the of the game. And if I'm there for, to worry about mechanics, you know, I'm not sure I've got into the spirit of the Firefly game because I'm constantly battling against the fact that we're criminals now. Damn it! Well, well I think that was written into the character. We, I think we can have a post mortem on that because um, because what I'm very much hoping will uh, unless things go strange and things always go strange. But, but the the yeah. plan is the final session will be will be this weekend after we record and and you'll um, we'll see how that goes. And the, the, mm-hmm. I I, th- I think a certain amount of uh, post morteming, which may may or may not be actually worth recording and yeah, well, well, see see what how. How we feel after uh, triumph or disaster? Uh, let us try and treat them both the same. <laughs> Grand plans for the future, apart from rerunning things we've done in the past. I have all sorts of strange and impractical ideas. I wonder if oh, change that, that, that could be the subtitle, another subtitle or strapline for this podcast: <laughs> "Strange and impractical ideas are us." Since we started this, I'm, I can't remember when Gumshoe first came out. I think it existed when we started. Yeah, I think it, just about. I think uh, the Easter Terrorists were certainly out. And I have got increasingly irked with the system as I have played more of it, some, some of this playtesting. Irk, for, irk. Yeah. For, for a project that uh, I think has been announced or will be out vaguely soonish. Um, but the, the I just don't like the idea that you know character a is a a great martial artist and character b has never lifted a fist in their lives but character a has been in a fight today so now there is nothing to distinguish them when they get into another fight yes um i, I just don't like that the well the general the, the it's opposed to what it's supposed to as you, uh, do as, as as you well know and as you've said before is Give the, uh, the 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 martial artist uh, character enough time to be awesome just the once per session, and they are supposed to uh, time their moment of of stepping forward, of stripping off their gloves and saying, "Let me deal with this," mm-hmm. to uh, to when it looks dramatically important, and not go around uh, beating the. Um, uh, beating up the minor thugs because it's not beneath them. I'm, I'm not saying that the system is entirely wrong-headed. I'm saying that I don't like the results it produces. True. Um, um, it, it may, it, yeah. 
Yeah. It may be searching for a group of players that are not ours, or a, or a group of GMs that aren't well, ours. Well, clearly there are many people who who like it a lot. So you know, I, I I will say the thing I say about anything I do that approximates a review, which is this is how I feel about it, and I've tried to explain why I feel this way about it. But that's not the way I, I necessarily think you should feel about it. So hang on, make make clear your what your impractical idea was. I really like the time watch background. Yes, yes, it's fun. But I don't want to run it under gumshoe. No. So what I'm thinking of is welding that to a lightweight, action-y sort of system and doing the the minimum necessary to that to to make it Time Watch compatible because there are are one or two special trays and things that PCs can have. Well, the... Yeah, go on. I've I've been thinking about either Genesis because I like Genesis, or, yeah. or Modern Age, uh, which I've run uh, one sample adventure for with uh, Watson Hall, and they all quite enjoyed it, and so did I. So basically, I, I, to be honest, a lot of systems could do this. What what I'm asking of a system here is, um, you know, A is better at something than B, and that is reflected in what happens when they try it. Yeah. I uh, I would mention Feng Shui because, uh, except that, again, it's 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 consciously not a generalizable system. It provides you with templates for the sort of action and movies that you uh, that that it's intended to do. And though it came from a generic system, the generic system wasn't very good. And it, it and it is very much its own thing, but it's one of the things that already has time travel baked into it, and I think it's you can unbake it. Action movie time travel. It, action movie. Uh, time I, it travel, doesn't, yeah. as far as I as far as I remember uh, from I, I haven't looked at it since we since we talked about it in an early episode, but mm. um, my understanding is that it it doesn't really give you time paradoxes and stuff like that. You 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 go from setting A to setting B and then back again. Yeah, uh, the, 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 their time travel system is designed not to do paradoxes and you'd have to find a way to make it possible for... Um, well, it's designed to kill paradoxes unless you do something in the meta game like burn down a Feng Shui site. Whereas Time Blow Watch, up, as up. far as I've seen, is, is all about we are constantly skating on the edge of paradox and trying to do something about it. Mm. I I what was that you said um you said modern age and oh genesis genesis though I don't quite get it feels like more of the sort of thing that you want to do but it doesn't I I think if you want people skating on the edge there's nothing like a gauge which counts how much trouble they're in <laughs> and how close they are skating mm-hmm. I don't think genesis will do that for you um, and what it's what it's what um, it's what the maybe you have a, another. There are counters in Genesis of hit points and fatigue and like that. And maybe you need a Genesis counter of um, chronal stability, increasing but, numbers of black dice as you get more and more out of phase with reality. For example, yeah, um, uh, something, yeah. The reality comes to get you when you when you push your luck. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not suggesting when, when no, I, that, when no, I that, say that's weld, very usable. 
I, I do yeah. not mean they, they will automatically fit, and I can just you know there there, there is filling in to be done, whatever the core, whatever the base system ends up being. This isn't just going to be right. Generate your character now. Now we're time travelers. There, there is going to be new rules material here to bridge that gap. Yeah, I, I think I, the treatments that I've seen of Genesis have been um, only the ones in the book, and they are very light mm-hmm. with a te. Um, yeah, they're also not enough to run a game with. Yes, and 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 a, a proper treatment for this system would be a considerable bit longer. Um, I think, hmm, I think what you need to take is what you need to do is write down what you think is cool and necessary in Time Watch, the organisation, the basic form of paradox, the sort of people you fight against, and the and the a primordial uh, head- headquarters out of real time, which causes a disaster at the start of uh, <laughs> real time. The, Actually, and and of course, GURPS is always an option. And let's face it, mm. given that one of the, uh, I believe, as a standard character type, is is the sapient dinosaur from alternate timeline. <laughs> yes, GURPS um, is going to uh, do that better than anything else. <laughs> the sapient dinosaur, um, as pl- as player character, is there, and so is the sapient dinosaur as eternally vowed enemy, and we shall destroy you. Though not as much as the cockroaches are. Mm-hmm. To be perfectly frank. I, I'm not sure what plans I have for the fe- for uh, for the for the future. I'd like to try doing a little more unknown armies, but that requires an enormous buy-in by the players. And to judge by what I've got on my desk at the moment, I want to give. Um, I I probably want to give over the edge second edition. Third edition, whichever <laughs> uh, the new the new one, a try. Though I'm far from convinced of that setting, and I would like to go back and do um, the Fall of Magic, which was the gorgeous thing with the the silk screen um, printed roll as the central prop, and give that a second second chance. But not until I can actually talk to people, have them mm. in the room with me again. Yeah, I, I want to try Genesis with the Cambridge group at some point, but uh, I, I want to do that when, when we can meet in person because I have this big tin of dice, which they can borrow. There is an app, you know. There's an app for oh, that. Oh, come on. Why do people want this? I'm, I, I, talk, I hear people saying, you know, we, we, we play our game in a video conference system and we use Roll20 just as a dice roller. Why not just roll the dice? I I think because well it, it does promote rolling the dice in front of everybody, and it and with some of the trickier things like um, we found it useful for Blades in the Dark because uh, it takes you through the steps each time. It slows down play, mm-hmm. but and and my players are finding the dice roller useful in in Fate, which is the other thing I'm doing apart from the GURPS game. I'm giving no, Fate they, they a don't try. have a big bag of fudge dice already, then. I can't even find my bag of fudge dice. I've been living in the in my in my own disorder for so long. I can't find anything in the flat. It's really quite. You would be appalled, Roger. Even you would be appalled. Fair enough. I, but, I appreciate that. Even it, it is taken in the spirit in which it was intended. 
<laughs> Actually, Roger's a much tidier and more organised person than I have. You haven't been in my machine room lately. I don't, I've never been in your machine room, and I don't need to go in your machine room. I've looked at your shelves full of books. I know you have uh, your shelf full of games. I know you have to be more tidy than I am, yeah. because you got so many of the buggers. No, thinking of mildly complicated dice rolling, going to be going to be playing champions tonight. So, oh, that just requires a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, but also you you add up your pile of d six, and you add up all the ones and sixes. So arithmetic foes should avoid champions, and people who have a morbid fear of small cubes should also stay away. There must be some. Uh, probably somewhere. not listening to us talk about GURPS either. That's true. Um, the the, the Dice's role playing podcast is over there. So what's your what's your next grand campaign? I don't know. Um, I'm currently running what will be a medium term campaign for me. The uh, the uh, is called Lictors, and it's about the attempts of the um, about the attempts of the Emperor after the Demon Emperor. Spoilers, spoilers for those of you who haven't. Just played. don't say where what world it's in, and that'll be fine. Okay, it's it's based off a, a place where I have gamed an awful lot, and I've talked about it in the past. All right, mm-hmm. uh, the 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 the, the, la- the last set of big damn heroes they were playing, this group were playing. Got too uh, got too big for their boots, and they've moved. I moved them off into the background, and they're currently playing two hundred and fifty point. I think it is GURPS characters, who are acting as the forward team and the investigators for one of the magistrates that the um, that the emperor has appointed to go out and sort out the various legal messes. Mm-hmm. Um, they go the 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 one of them is. Uh, there Mar- is the uh, magistrate's marshal. I should never have allowed the lawyer to play a lawyer. Note to self, <laughs> never mind. And uh, and one and the, the one is one is a street cop, and the others are more undercover. And they go out. They sort out the magistrate's accommodations. They uh, and they do a bit of digging around the cases he is particularly worried about. I'm doing about one per city at the moment. Hmm. And uh, and it's getting it's going to last at least for the first circuit, and then it has a natural break point, and uh, and it's full of uh, conspiracies and um, and local nobles uh, trying to um, not have the law applied to them too much, mm-hmm. and they're they're going around. Well, what, what is the symbology of privilege after all? Private law, private law, my mm-hmm. lord, and the uh, uh, and, and the fact that there are privileges written into the into the legal code, because let's face it, the the, you, the emperor won't get anybody paying to become a noble if they uh, if they don't get something out of it. It's it's not it's just that just the status isn't good enough for some people. Mm-hmm. And and I'm I'm basically uh, I think this be maybe my psychological attempt. To uh, to do working in the early days of a better of a better nation, um, hopefully after the worst of the the crazy years have passed, and um, there are enough conflicts going on and things are changing, but things can change for the better, and there can be last minute 
emergencies and and secrets to be found and they're all already accumulating enemies in the background <laughs> who can come back and strike at them at the last moment um or hang over until the into, until the next campaign if there is one my other major effort is less um is less long term it's uh the thing i've mentioned before about um a a city with a thousand interworld gates, actually, uh, actually, t- t- one thousand and twenty-eight interworld gates. What do I mean, twenty-four? I can never remember. Um, Are you going for the power of two or not? I'm going for the power of two. Ten twenty-four. Ten twenty-four. See, no memory. Um, and and the people involved are mostly refugees. There are a couple of natives who are in a. Uh, a a firm of fixers and consultants who are going around solving problems, and at the moment, uh, uh, the uh, the shy young cleric who is trying to get away from his ghastly mother, the senator, is taking his cousin to the ball, whilst there's a conspiracy going around in the background, kidnapping people off the streets, <laughs> um, and taking them away to some nefarious purpose, which the rest of them are following around, hey. and. Um, and, and 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 so far, first episode only. I'm finding fate fairly easy to use. Um, we've had only one big fight, and they creamed the things they found in the in the sewers. And I must give them better challenges next time. Hey. Yeah, I think my campaigns are generally fairly optimistic. You know, at the end of the campaign, probably the world will be a better place than it was at the beginning of it. Hmm. Possibly a more more dangerous place in some respects, but I I like the idea that one one can have that positive effect, e- even if what one is doing is going down a hole in the ground and bashing things, or or the high tech equivalent. Yeah, um, I bash into the ground and bashing things. I had fun over the past year in lockdown with my niece and my nephew and their partners doing a couple of Powered by the Apocalypse games. Um, uh, which were uh, Monster of the Week, which was easier to run, but they were fighting against the assumptions of the genre a little. Mm. People tend to do that. And and I think it takes a fairly sophisticated gamer, and they were fairly newbie, to know when you're you're reaching the limits of what the system can do and not push too far beyond it, even if you, even if you really want to. And the other one was Masks, which we didn't complete. I would like to go back to uh, Powered by the Apocalypse games again in the future. There are a couple. Um, the, uh, the post-apocalyptic ones with multi-generational stories mm-hmm. are something I would like to try um, because it does a two-level thing that Rain um, also does. I, one of these days, when the third edition is out, I really want to... I don't know why I'm delaying because I've got I've got the PDFs and I can I can I'm, I I want to try running rain again, and it's currently at the top of my list of things that would I'm sure would do Tecumel really well for <laughs> some value of really well, but again my laziness is butting up against the magic system. Yeah. Well, something I said at the start of this run of programmes, and I think it applies even more, 
now is that I only have so many campaigns left in my life. I want them all to be brilliant. But um, mm. I know not all of them will. But I want to start each one with a feeling, yeah, I could do really do something with this, something interesting, something they will remember. And the alarming thing is that my players remember my campaigns better than I do. <laughs> Bri- Which is a bribe a player to be a scribe. Yes, I, I, I would like at this moment in time to uh, sing out, uh, I, I want to tempt an aria, to Alan Gates in my Wednesday night group and Jenny Southern in my Monday night group who helped me supplement um, my terrible memory and my unreliable recordings um, and my tendency not to do the, re- the write-ups of the recordings until eons later. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they, they, have, they have helped continuity no end. Of course, it doesn't help when Jenny says, but what about when you said, and she hasn't made a note, and I can't remember. <laughs> but, um, and, and Alan, Alan has a, t- the reason he's doing it is he has a memory that is even worse than mine. It doesn't stretch from the start of the, the, the uh, session to the end sometimes. But um, I, I thank them and I bless them for all the aid they've given me over the years and over the decades. And let's hope for a few more. I, I know one player whose memory puts up false things. I'm sure we did this in the game. And he, you know, he's, he's not making That's... it up. He, is quite, he remembers that we did this in the game, but we didn't. Look, going back, going back through uh, recordings has, done, has, has reminded me again how unreliable my, long, my long-term term mem- memory is. And has reminded me of things that I, I said I did at the time, but I don't remember doing now and of ideas that i i I may have uh think i have dreamed up uh in the shower this morning (laughs) but i had uh back back in the olden times when people talked together my child yes we did really face to face within arm's reach a few times (gasps) oh oh, i must go and lie down That has been episode 100, my godfathers, of Improvised Radio Theatre with Dice. With me, Michael Kuehl, and him, Roger Bell West. And if you wish to reminisce about the things you remember, because your memories may well be better than ours, about the things we've done and the things you'd like us to go back to, even... Role-playing games are, are injured for generating reminiscences. Discuss. And that, Roger, is a topic for the finals paper, and I only think we're up to uh, first-year exams now. In any case, leave a message on the website or email podcast at tekele.ly. And uh, if we are spared, and if uh, the government hasn't exiled us all to the Isle of Man or something, we'll be seeing you again in a month. <laughs> <laughs>